Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by Sumo Me. We all know we need to grow our email list and our audience in order to have a thriving business. SumoMe is an easy and elegant way to invite your visitors to your website to join your email list. We've been using Sumi for two years, absolutely love them, get started for free, and that's free for life. Just go to 100mba.net slash SumoMe. Again, that's 100mba.net slash SumoMe. Today's lesson on the $100 MBA show is all about how to craft an effective newsletter for your audience, for your email subscribers. Many of us, when we get started, we try to grow our email list, but we don't communicate with our audience on a regular basis. We don't actually speak to them. And that's a really, really dangerous thing to do for your business because you've got to stay in touch. Your relationship with your audience is just like any kind of relationship. If you don't stay in touch, it's really hard to communicate when you do try to get in touch. It doesn't resonate and people don't really feel like you know each other. This episode's about 300 episodes into our archives. We wanted to bring it back and rebroadcast it for you. We've gotten so much feedback from listeners that this episode has helped them craft better newsletters. Enjoy, and I'll check you tomorrow with a fresh new episode on The $100 MBA Show. Welcome to the $100 MBA show, the business podcast that only takes 10 minutes to get the business strategies you need every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And in today's lesson, you will learn how to create an effective newsletter for your subscribers. As you're starting your business, as you're growing your business, as you're maintaining your business, you're getting new email subscribers, people that are opting into your free gifts, people that are purchasing your products, so therefore they become a subscriber. How do you continue to give them great value? How do you share with your audience in a concise and effective way on a regular basis the content you're putting out there? New blog posts, new videos, new podcast episodes. What's new in your business? What's new in your life? Crafting an effective newsletter can really help you keep your subscribers engaged and interested in what you have to offer. It also helps lower your unsubscribe rate, but more importantly, it grows your relationship with them. So in today's lesson, you're going to learn how to create an effective newsletter. So when you send out that newsletter every week, you get more and more subscribers opening it, reading it, and benefiting from what you have to offer. Let's get into it, guys. Let's get down to business. What differentiates a newsletter from any other email that hits your subscriber's inbox is that it's done on a regular basis, usually weekly. So you got to put a little bit of thought in crafting your newsletter properly. How do you ensure that your readers or your subscribers open your email every week or better yet, look forward to opening your email every week? So in today's lesson, I'm going to give you some strategies to do just that. The first thing I have to say, though, is do not start sending a newsletter unless you have something of value to share. This means if you're not regularly blogging yet, then start right now. If you're not publishing a new podcast every week or so, whatever your medium is for valuable content, you need to have some sort of regular content to offer. It's very hard for you to send out a consistent weekly newsletter if you have nothing to say, you have nothing to offer your audience. So keep that in mind. Make sure you start a production schedule with some great content every week, even if it's just one piece of content, whether it's a blog post, a video, a podcast episode, whatever it is. 
Now, obviously, you can send a message like an email or a letter to your subscribers every week with no blog post or anything like that, but that's going to get really hard to do week in, week out. And remember, you're going to have to write a piece of content that's valuable, valuable enough for them to want more next week. So essentially what you're doing is writing a blog post inside of each email. So instead of doing that, publish the blog post. So you get where I'm going here. You have to make sure that when you're reaching out to your customers, you're not wasting their time. And that leads me to the next point. Be sensitive to the fact that they're investing time into opening and reading your email. One of the things that Nicole and I try to do with all our newsletters with the $100 MBA and Webinar Ninja is to make sure that we're as concise as possible, as thorough as possible, and as valuable as possible. We feel privileged that they're taking the time to read our email. Let's not make them regret it. This doesn't mean you don't talk about what's going on in your life in your email or include something funny or an interesting story, but keep it brief. I wouldn't spend more than three, four, five sentences on something like that. And usually we open with that. Nicole and I like to open with what's going on with us, what's happening in the business, asking them to share what's going on with them, and actually generally tell them, reply to this email, we will reply. But then we get into the meat. We tell them what we have for them. And we dig into the content that we've published this previous week. Now, a lot of our readers rely on this newsletters to kind of have a roundup of what did I miss? What are some things I can dig into this week? What are some of the things you have for me this week? So for the $100 MBA, for example, we have a weekly blog post as well as seven new podcast episodes on the $100 MBA show. So that's a lot of content. So I have the opposite problem. I have too much content, but that's okay. It doesn't mean that they're not going to dig into it. And people find that content in different ways, not just through the newsletter. They find it through Google, they find it through referral links, things like that. So for the sake of the newsletter, we start with our blog post, the weekly blog posts. And the whole purpose of me mentioning the blog post is to entice the reader to go ahead, click the link, and read the blog post. And the best way to entice somebody to do something is to tell them what's in it for them. Write that in all caps on a post-it note on your monitor. What's in it for them? Make sure that every time you write anything to your customers or write your newsletter, that you answer that question. What's in it for them? Tell them why it's important that you should read this blog post, how it will save them time, money, prevent them from making mistakes, or even it's a fun read. You share a funny story about such and such, leave them hanging. See the newsletter or where you mention your blog post in the newsletter as the trailer to your movie. And the movie is the blog post. And you could do this for a video. You could do this for a podcast episode. You could do this for any piece of content. Let me give you an example. Let's say, for example, I run a fitness blog and the blog post I wrote is about stretching after a workout, how to stretch after a workout and the importance of it. So in my newsletter, I got to entice people to read that article. So what problems or pains does that blog post solve? soreness the next day, not being able to consistently exercise because of that soreness, injuries, a lack of mobility in the sport they play or the activity they do. So I need to highlight these in my quote unquote trailer in my newsletter. So there's nothing wrong with mentioning these problems saying, hey guys, I know how much we all love working out, but we don't really love how we feel after we work out the next day. Sometimes we feel really sore, we're tight. It really doesn't encourage us to work out. I've been there. That's why I wrote this blog post on the importance and how to stretch after a workout. In the post, I detail how to prevent that kind of soreness so you'll feel even better the next day. So you get the idea. Give them a sneak peek, entice them. Now, if you have any other content you want to share, you can go ahead and do that in the newsletter as well. 
We do that with the podcast. On our newsletter, we share uh, some of our podcast episodes that got a lot of uh, plays during the week. We highlight them and show them how they can listen to all the other episodes as well. We also take a moment to make any announcements we have to do, anything that's coming up in the $100 MBA. But all in all, the newsletter takes about two minutes, maybe two and a half minutes to read. If it takes more than two and a half minutes, then it's too long. That's a lot of time invested on one email. So you got to get economical with your language. Use imagery too. Use imagery that's going to help you get economical with your language. Throw a couple photos in there that illustrates what you're talking about. A feature image for your blog post. You know what they say about a picture, it's worth a thousand words, and it definitely helps with people reading the email. Of course, we talked about this before, your subject line is very important. You don't have to have the subject line as the newsletter, or this week's newsletter, or this week's dispatch. You can get creative. Talk about what you're going to be offering in the newsletter. So for example, in that fitness example I gave, you can say, cure soreness, feel better the next day, and find out what we're cooking at Fitness Central. That could be the subject line. Remember, the whole point is to get them to open it up and see the value you're offering. Guys, I got more on today's topic, but before that, I got to give love to today's sponsor, Sumo Me. Build your email list, grow your audience. We all know we need to do that, but how do you do it with ease and on autopilot? With Sumo.me, that's how. Sumo.me is a software you install right on your website. It takes five minutes to set up. It's easy to use. It looks great and it does all the legwork for you. They've tested all their welcome mats, all their list builders, all their pop-ups to make sure that they convert best for you. Get started for free and forever over at 100mba.net slash sumo me. Get it for free installed on your website at 100mba.net slash sumo me. The last thing I want to mention in today's topic or today's lesson is that it's very important that when you're sending out your newsletters that you track and you improve. Don't just keep sending out your newsletters without taking a look at what's going on. Most email marketing services can tell you how many people opened your email, how many people have clicked on links, how engaged they were with the content. Now, your open rates are not 100% accurate. That's because some email marketing services are not obliged to tell people like MailChimp or ActiveCampaign or ConvertKit or whatever you're using that they've opened the email, that the user opened the email. But it's a roundabout number. It's good enough information. What you're looking for is trends. Is there improvement? Is there improvement in after applying these strategies you learned today? Changing your subject line, adding photos and and enticing your reader to click on the links. So make sure you spend some time looking at analytics before you write your next newsletter. So if you sent one out, take a look at the analytics, take some notes, and then refer back to the notes once you have the information for the one you just sent out. And again, I like to do this week by week, so I just simply look at my analytics before I send out the weekly email I'm doing for this week. And remember, guys, don't be afraid to try new things, test things out. You got to try new things to see if it makes a change, if you see the trend changing. If you do the same thing over and over, you can't know what to do to improve or what works. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. I hope you loved it. I hope you enjoyed it. Guys, don't forget, tomorrow is Free Ride Friday. We will give away a lifetime membership to the $100 MBA training and community. Everybody who leaves us an iTunes rating and review enters our weekly random draw to win a free ride, a free lifetime membership to the $100 MBA. It's our way to say thank you for showing us love. So take two minutes right now so you can leave us an iTunes rating and review and enter our weekly random draw. You can win a lifetime membership to 180 video lessons, interviews with experts, workbooks, our amazing private community and Facebook. That's just buzzing in there. People are getting 
crazy amount of feedback and love from each other. All right, guys, before I go, I want to leave you with this. A lot of people don't enjoy writing the newsletter every week. They feel like it's work. They feel like it's not that creative and it takes time. And they actually feel a lot of pressure because they have to do it every single week. But kind of see it with fresh eyes. See it as a way to communicate with the people that you serve. Also, you don't have to do it every single week. You can batch. If you can get your articles, your blog posts, or your podcast episodes done in advance, meaning that you have them done weeks in advance, you can do three or four newsletters and schedule them out to go out at the right time. So you can sit down and do four newsletters at one sitting so you get the whole month covered. But of course, again, you got to make sure the content that you're actually going to be offering, whether a blog post, a video, is all ready to go. So don't be afraid to get ahead of the game. Batching can be your friend. All right, guys, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then, guys. Take care.